This is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Welcome to another Strange Brew Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. Welcome, welcome everybody, and who else is joining me on this cold, snowy Russian day? I don't know if the day is Russian. Another one of your doofy-ass hosts, Reverend Kaiju. Did you call yourself Doofy? <laughs> doofy, yes. Like that <laughs> wonderful officer from the scary movies. <laughs> My favorite. All right, who else do we have? Uh, I guess I'm back to Horror Boy again. Christmas is over, New Year's is over. Yep. I need to come up with something better than Horror Boy, though. The Irishman? Do we just, like, on, like mm. carry on no, where everyone's going to think that you're that weird fucking Scorsese film if you just call yourself the Irishman. We'll think of something. We'll, 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 we'll make something happen. It's always such a letdown. Like, it's like, why don't why you just, cool? Why don't you just name yourself after, like, some serial killer or something like that? What was uh what was the the boxer Jimmy brother's Sabo. name in Death of Smoochie? <laughs> the what? Scooter? No, I'm Scooter. <laughs> You're Smoochie. So stupid. All right, welcome back to the show. We have me joined by me, Anton and Aaron. It's a little early morning, so to speak. Um, I got coffee. I'm ready to go. Ready to go? Delicious pistachio coffee. Um, there's a warning at the top of this episode. Uh, Anton's going to help me uh, pronounce Russian words because I watched a bunch of stuff and I still couldn't pronounce them. And by help, he means I'm just going to say them. Yeah, because it's, uh, the, you know, my one weakness in, in, in the world um, is, is trying to pronounce last names especially. <laughs> one weakness, only one. Yeah, one weakness. Yeah, otherwise perfect. Yeah, pretty much. That's what my mom says. She says, you're perfect in every way. And I'm like, thanks, mom. And then uh, she fucking kicks me in the face. <laughs> like my new toy. What is that? Is that a weed it's a, vape? It's a dry herb vape, yeah. I used to have a Snoop Dogg one I liked. Um, they, you got to keep care of them where they do not last that long. But welcome back, everybody. We are talking about Dyatlov Pass. Um, the Dyatlov Pass incident. So, so essentially, this is going to be like a two-parter. We're going to get into this. The main, what happened... Really, and then the second part, we're going to talk about some of the theories uh, behind what we think happened because there is a lot. It's been over sixty years, I think, at this point, and nobody, you know, they don't really have answers. People claim they do. Um, I watch videos of a guy that thinks he has definitive proof, but then some of the ho- there's so many holes in his story. A lot of people assume and think they know what happened, but nobody was really there, and uh, other than the people that died. So we mm-hmm. don't really know what actually happened. What do you guys know or have heard about or, like, when did you really first hear about this? For me, I, I actually don't know if I first, like, 
started to look into it when that movie came out, to be honest. Um, oh, The Devil's Pass? Yeah, and, like, I think when I had seen, like, the whole based on a true story, and then I kind of, from there, kind of dove into the real-life story. But I still never really, it was always another one of those ones I feel like everybody's heard of, but nobody really knows what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, some people went missing and they're not really sure what happened to them and they died and this shit. and That's kind of the extent of a lot of people's knowledge. Even when you look online, a lot of the articles are just like very plain Jane. They don't really dive into like the full uh, depth of the story. It's just kind of like, yeah, these people went to research something, died, don't really know, probably an avalanche. Yeah, even though so one chick's tongue is- was ripped out. So much of it is kept is because it was kept behind the Iron Curtain for as long as it was. I mean, it wasn't exactly during a period of um, cooperation between the USSR and anyone that wasn't a part of the USSR. That's so I'm true. sure those files were probably classified and maybe even burned. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's entirely possible that we'll never know what actually happened. Um, but it was Bigfoot. I'm yeah. going to come right out and say it right now. It, it, was, was, it was a Yeti it was, attack. Yeah, it That's was what Yeti. We'll be getting into it on the second part. Um, I feel like I probably heard about this from, like, some internet video when I was, like, you know, just laying in bed at, like, 1 a.m. looking through scary videos. And I feel like that's when I probably heard about it, I would assume, something like that. Because, you know, who, yeah. who doesn't do that? Who doesn't stay up till like, super late looking at scary videos on the internet? All of our listeners do. So. Yeah, I would assume uh, so. I, I, think, I think for me it was probably in one of the, you know, the myriad of conspiracy books that I had yeah. when, I was, when I was younger um, in the weird happening like it's always in like the bermuda triangle section type thing where it's just like a weird expedition happens and some weird shit happens on that and there's usually no survivors yeah Um, it's a this is a fucking strange case and that is for sure i've always wanted to cover this just because it is such a mystery nobody knows really they don't really know what happened um would you guys rather die in a very hot climate or a very cold climate I think frozen would be easier because I think you just fall asleep. You just sit by the fire and eventually you're too cold and your body shuts down and you fall asleep. I yeah. think hot, you're going to sweat and dehydrate and go absolutely insane. Yeah, that's true. But you can also go but insane. You, de- in you cold dehydrate in cold just as quickly yeah. as you do in heat. So, What do you think, Aaron? After hearing that, probably cold. Before yeah. that, I was like, Poof, probably equally as shit, but whichever one's just easier. Yeah, that's true. Because it sounds like uh, this would have been a f- horrifying whatever they went through, and it is crazy that nobody survived. So you don't really know at all of like what kind of took place, and it, it the fact that it, it's so strange that I think uh, as far as I was listening to, like they found a couple bodies, and then two months later found two more and shit like that, and it was kind of spread out, and and a lot of different things were happened to these bodies, like bruises, head trauma, fucking cuts on their hands. It's it's fucking weird either way. I mean, the, the logical explanation for that would be the fact that they were found in different times, some of which were found months later. I mean, yeah. you know, could be defensive wounds, could be uh, animals picking at the carcasses. It could be any number of things. Um, but, you know, again, it was Yeti. Yeah. So. Let's go to Soviet Russia. In January 1959, nine young Soviet hikers died under mysterious circumstances while trekking through the Ural Mountains uh, in what's now known as uh, Dilatov Pass. Dilat, God damn it. See? Already. Dilatov <laughs> Pass incident. 
Yeah, you have like a little thing that goes like ding for every time that you mispronounce something. It's fucking I was actually, true. oh, we need a counter. Yes, oh, great, absolutely. I feel like uh, that's the the true drinking game on Strange Brew is to fucking try to try to. You'll see die. How- you'll you'll go to the hospital. There's no. Um, I'm also disappointed in you. You didn't have some fucking Soviet uh, music right off the right off the uh, go. Ah, that would have been a great idea. Dun, dun, Dropping dun. the ball. I know. <laughs> Fuck, You're fucking it up, old man. I don't know that. <laughs> you can't you can't make that noise with your fucking mouth, man. In January 1959, a 23-year-old hiker named Igor Ileskevich Dilitov led a journey to reach the peak of Orotin Mount, a mountain in the northern oodles of Soviet Russia. Oodles of noodles, man. The y- dude looks like somebody that I know. <laughs> like, he? like he just. Yeah, yeah, he he looks a little bit like uh, this kid Marshall that I know. We are uh, showing brother. a picture of Igor, and that's a very Russian name. Uh, is uh, like I, the what Russian part of name. Igor Aleskovich Dialetov sounds Russian to you? All of it, every <laughs> single part of it. So the young man brought a team of eight experienced hikers, many from Europoly Tech Institution or Institute, uh, along with him for an adventure before he left uh, uh, Dyatlov. He uh, had told his sports club that he and his team would send a telegram as soon as they returned. But the telegram was never sent. And none of the hikers um, of the so-called Dyatlov Pass incident were ever seen alive again. They were taken by aliens. Okay, we got um, theories on the next one. But, uh, it's going to be so hard not to talk about theories. I know. We just throw the little teasers out there. Yeah, That's, that's yes. why I keep saying Yeti. We're just getting into the incident. And uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm not a huge... Uh I'm not a huge fan of hiking in the fucking snow. I'm not a huge fan of the snow in general. And just trekking up a dangerous mountain sounds uh, not fun. I prefer summer hikes because, I mean, no matter what, even if you're hiking in the in the woods in the summer, it's going to be colder because you have the canopy to cover you and it's mostly shade. But, I mean, winter hikes are nice if there's fresh snow and it's it's really, I don't know. There's, there's always an excuse to hike somewhere, I think. I'm just not a fan of winter. You know, and it's been it. People blame global warming, right? Blah blah. But it's been it's been a nice winter up in Canada. We've got hit once pretty hard, uh, but it's kind of stayed a little even. Where it's just kind of cold, not too much snow, and uh, I like it. If global warming can happen. I'll be dead by the time it really gets bad, and my kids will have to deal with it, and I won't care because I'll be in fucking heaven or wherever I'll go. Hell, maybe I don't know somewhere like that. <laughs> it's been a weird like time <laughs> in where where I'm at. There's been, a, there's been a lot of weird shit that, that's gone down that doesn't normally go down. Well, the blizzard's not really weird. That, I mean, I, it was worse than 77. Yeah. Everyone is, is quantifying it as worse than the storm, which we use to judge all other storms. So now it's gone from like, oh, it's the blizzard of 77. Now it's like, yeah, it's blizzard of 22. Yeah, just um, just wait for uh, for chemtrails and harp that me and Billy will be doing, and then we'll, we will talk about all the conspiracies of weather. So it's going to be exciting stuff. So it, it is pretty crazy, and when their bodies uh, were found in the coming weeks, their strange and gruesome injuries left investigators baffled and repulsed. Some were missing eyes, others were missing tongue. I mean, had a missing tongue, and many were struck by a force um, comparable to that of a speeding car, and no one can make sense of it, which is crazy. That their I mean, the impact of the one guy's skull or some shit like that was like it was like he was in a car accident. Yeah, he probably got hit in the head by a big fucking rock from the avalanche. 
Oh no! Yeti fucking swung him against a tree like he's Jason hitting. One of them. <laughs> one of them died from an avalanche. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah. The, the, someone. One of them caught a rock to the head from an avalanche, but the rest of them were all Yeti attacks. Wow! Look at that Nikolai's guy's ears, man. He can hear fucking reptilians fucking in space. He can hear you. Wait. <laughs> Same with Yuri. He can hear you right okay, now. Yuri, Yuri, yeah, they can, they can both hear you right now. In their fucking graves in the fucking snow. Because they, they, yeah, they took the bodies back. They examined them, mm-hmm. um, which we will get to later because it is pretty crazy and gruesome. Um, but it's just crazy that they're like, oh, like, let's have a uh, let's have a time of our life and go hunting up this fucking dangerous mountain. And you like, reckon they were having like sex parties every night? And the, they I were mean, drinking and stuff like that too, right? So, and how do you keep each other warm? You slide something inside, and it keeps everybody warm. Interesting. <laughs> Who ends up where is probably like what the whole day is based on. Yeah, it's true. Fucking like, uh, yeah, it's such a crazy like. And from the weather, from what they say, it was dangerous, right? Like, like howling winds, freezing cold temperatures, and it just doesn't seem like a fun time. I don't know if that's an adventure I would like to go on. You, to be fair, you don't, you didn't grow up in a mountainous region of Soviet Russia. There's not much else to do. I guess. Yeah, but you can fight. How about fight a polar bear and lose every time? That seems like a that seems like a one a one time trial of trying to fight a polar bear. <laughs> What's that? I, mean, I guess the Brown get down, also a black attack, trial. white good night because they will fucking murder your ass. Yeah, polar bears are vicious. Yeah, so crazy. Don't want to fuck around with them. But Russians are nuts for like hanging out with with like bears and just like hugging them or tackling them or like drinking fucking vodka while the bear like gives them a back massage and it's like Igor, your fucking back is so scratched up and he's like. It felt good in the moment. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so the Soviet government closed this case and offered only thin explanations, saying that the hikers died due to hypothermia because they were inexperienced and that maybe something like an avalanche was at fault. And they said, um, there was one thing they said about the the case, and it was like um, a force of nature or something like that, is like how they... Just, oh, we don't know what this is. Like, it, it was a force of natural nature. So it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, insurance like, companies call that act of God because they don't want to pay you. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, it but- is. I do find it really strange, though, that, like, um, you know, there's, without getting too much, obviously, into the theories, I think the one everybody knows about is, like, that whole avalanche idea. Yeah. Uh, it is really weird, though, if the, if it is as clear-cut as that, like, how many times this thing has been reopened and, like, re-examined and... Yeah, it is very strange that it's like, why does it seem so important in one sense? If it is just like, oh yeah, no, it's just probably an avalanche. It's there's no basis to anything else. I don't know. It's just I I wouldn't want to be caught up in an avalanche either because that's fun. But then it's like they would have. I feel like they would have been more buried underneath the. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not an expert. You suffocate in an avalanche if you're buried under a bunch of stuff because it's it's the same thing as being buried in sand. You're not going to be able to breathe. Yeah. Okay, would you rather get trapped in uh, an avalanche where you you had, like, I don't know, equally chance of surviving, or would you rather um, go into, like, a sand pit, like um, uh, sinking sand? Uh, you, know? you know, apparently quicksand isn't quicksand. actually a lethal threat. Really? It's, it's But a why in a princess bride myth. that he have to, like, he you know, she was going to die, and he had to, like, jump in there, and that well, you're more likely epic to, scene. To, if, you, if you, like, 
climb through like a swamp or something. You're yeah. more likely to drown in that because the mud is just going to continue to sink. But like quicksand isn't really as or like you're just yeah. all you have to do is you lay down. You treat it like the water. You just lay Weird. back and your legs will come back up. From, it looks scary to Princess Bride, especially that giant rat that was like gonna sniff them, fucking eat their fucking eyes out. I love that shit. <laughs> rodents of a uh, what is it? Rodents of unusual size. <laughs> yeah, I actually love that movie so much. Um, so yeah, yes, they... yes, you're very smart. Now, shut up. <laughs> uh, but there's no, uh, there's like literally no explanation. Um, you know, clearing up almost um, none of the lingering questions. They just like it. Nobody really fucking knows what's going on. Well, to to your point, you were making, Aaron. Yeah, why? Why? If yeah. it's just an avalanche, why exactly would you continue to reopen this? Like, what new will? No, what new information are you going to gain? Yeah, yeah, and like, why? Why are these people like? Because I'm sure there's been shit tons of groups and people throughout history that have died on expeditions yeah mm -hmm. and this one seems to crop up all the time because even like um uh, everest it's crazy how many bodies are like the, up there and then they're like markers and stuff like that because we covered this a while ago and it's it is interesting because it's like for those people that live for the thrill of like adventure and 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 all that stuff and wanting to you know hike up mountains just to make uh be like I got here first you know what I mean like I I got to the top and uh I don't have that I don't have that thrill in life. I don't really need to do that. I don't need to jump out planes or climb mountains. It's it doesn't get me hard. I understand looking being for a Bigfoot seeker, gets me hard and like though. for adrenaline junkies and shit like that. Yeah. But Mountains, I don't like. Like I get like like the pride thing of being like I conquered this mountain or what have you, or doing one of somebody that's that's never done it before. But yeah. the thing is with like Everest and shit, especially going up and coming down are just as dangerous. Yeah, like, oh, it, it's not as though you yeah. get to the top and you're like, oh man, cool, all that hard work is done. It's yeah, easy you have to back. come it's back like, down. It's like cool, I made it to the top. Now I could also die just as fucking easily going yeah. down. I can climb up a ladder, but it's more dangerous coming back down. I hate heights. So so do I. I'm not. I, you're not a fan of heights either. I just it's. I will go on a roller coaster with you. That like I will get like mm -hmm. I'll Same. scream the word fuck the entire time, um, at the top of my lungs. But it's this idea that essentially that I can't control if I slip or something happens. You're just like you could just die. Like you're just. I dead. just understand that. I, I think my body is like you're not supposed to be at this height. No. Like, what are you doing? Like, roller coasters are fine because I'm still sitting and I'm grounded, yeah. but I can't. I, yeah, and you're you're right. Going down a ladder is way more terrifying <laughs> than going up it. How many? When I start to feel like that as well, I, uh, I think my mind and body both start to go. You're not really good at climbing. You're not really good at this attitude. So, and then I start to like feel like I'm about to slip and I can't climb anymore. I can't mm -hmm. move. How many movies like, have you seen of dads just falling off ladders and hurting themselves because their son walks by with a paint can or something and hits the ladder by accident? <laughs> I actually knew somebody who who fell off of a 25 foot ladder. Holy uh, fuck! Yeah. So like the ladder was tilted towards a house and it uh. tilted straight for a split second, and then it went out from like the front yard and he flew out into the middle of the street that's fucked did he survive and survived with oh like my no, god with no crazy injuries landed flat on his back oh that would knock the fucking wind out of you too was yeah was like he, he was like drunk heart he was like hard a bit but he didn't have any Were, yeah was he drunk no. and he was trying to like walk on the ladder like that's, in those that's not no that's that's not that is not what I was going for. <laughs> I was not making an Irish joke, nor was I. I'm saying once he drunk because, like, you know, what they say that you're you're more loose, and yeah, when true, your body actually. hits, you don't like. 
he was an alcoholic, but I don't know if he was drunk at that point. If, you're, oh, I mean, if, it's, a ho- if it's a home project and you're doing stuff and you are an alcoholic, then we can assume you're drunk. Yeah, you're yeah. probably drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you live in Ireland. You uh, can make you can make uh, fun of Canada. I live in a fucking fascist uh, country, so where they're trying to ban Jordan Peterson and take away psychology fucking uh, <laughs> papers because uh, he said stuff against the government. So crazy. What a what a time to live in. But what, what? How? How do you not have the the opposite conspiracy theory that he very well may be a Russian asset because of the sheer amount of time that he spent in Russia getting uh, cured off of benzos, huh? Maybe answer me that, Batman. Everything is backwards. Everything is lies. I don't know what to believe in anymore. So, surprise. Mm-hmm. So what we should do is like we talked about in a previous episode. We should all just kill ourselves. So <laughs> fucking say that. Man. Don't say that. Well, I would. Li- we talked about. You said that, and I did not say that. Not that long ago, you said the whole world should come together, and we all should just kill ourselves. That's mm-hmm. not. No, no. I don't want some sort of cult rapture fucking shit going on. Can we do it like slowly and fun though, like with drugs? Everyone of, um, needs to build a community. I. I well, I'm not going to get into this, but if I could, if I had the money and means to just buy up a bunch of land and then I just have all these like-minded people, okay, now it's starting to sound like a cult. There Thomas Crush. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, you're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> real, real close on that tiptoe there, bud. At, at, well, a place where everybody hates the government equally. We all grow our own fruits and vegetables. Everyone's on mushrooms, dancing in the fucking woods. Uh, I dress someone up like a bear, and then I light them on fire. It'll be like, <laughs> be like some. You understand that this was tr- attempted in the seventies and the sixties, and it just doesn't work, right? I'll, I'll make it work, man. I'll put everyone at gunpoint, and if they don't drink the Kool Aid, then I'll shoot them with fucking AR-15s. <laughs> I'm not plugging another show, but I want to correct you so fucking badly right now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Flavor Aid? It was, like, <laughs> it was not... half Flavor Aid and yes. half Kool Aid. Let's get the fucking too record fucking straight. Cheap. Um, so they, people have puzzled over this mystery for like s- over 60 years, which is like crazy. Um, and nobody seems to know why. And while Russia government did reopen the case in 2019, we still don't know what exactly happened on that snowy mountainside all those years ago, based on what was recovered from cameras and diaries discovered at the site of the hikers deaths. Investigators are able to piece together, um, on February 1st, the team began to make their way through the unnamed past at, uh, Atoraton, Atoraton, Sorry. <laughs> That's how it's... Uh, it, w- it wasn't in Ireland or- anyway. As they pushed through the hostile climate towards the base of the mountain, they were hit with snowstorms that ripped through the narrow pass, decreasing visibility, causing the team to lose their sense of direction. And instead of moving towards a Torothin, they accidentally went the west, the opposite way, and found themselves on the slope of a nearby mountain. This mountain was known as Coletzielo meaning Dead Mountain, in the language of the indigenous Mensi people of the region. Which is crazy. It was known as Dead Mountain. It's like, I would not go to anywhere that has the word death in it. You know what I mean? You see, I say that, right? But then at the same time, I think things like that fascinate me. Like, uh-huh. the idea of what they had done here fascinates me. Now, if you were to just drop me in that area, I'd probably shit my pants and just try and kill myself before I'd done anything. <laughs> but uh, I can, I guess, in a way, I can see, like, the... Even now, probably the appeal, especially since this has happened, like the appeal for people to be like, oh, let's go to the fucking dead mountain and solve the mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like when you were screaming on the um, live episode about going to that haunted house and you're like, why won't you want to do thing. it? And I'm like, it looks like it's torture. 
It is torture. Which uh, it's that's torture at the hands of a fucking CIA yeah. a former a former spook. I so want to do an I'm episode of, of that on your show, Aaron, or both your guys' show, because I it would be interesting to talk about contextually, if, like just get into a big talk, is get point for notes stuff like that, and just like because it's fucking crazy that people endure stuff like this for an adventure or fun or whatever they think it is. And shit like this is similar, I think, because obviously not to the same extent. Like, yeah, but, but you're going it's a bit on. different thing. But like the idea of, uh, maybe not so much then, but now people being like, "Oh, let's just go there because this thing happened." And it's like, do you realize how fucking like, and like you said earlier, Anton, like how difficult it is to get there and back. Yeah, like, it's not like you just get to the top of the mountain and just fucking jump off and fly away. Yeah, there's not a helicopter waiting at the top to pick you up with some no, hot cocoa no. and just being like, good job, everybody, you did great. No, it's like, okay, well, get your ass back down. Yeah, like, what do you spend, like, 20 minutes high-fiving? And then you're like, shit, <laughs> we've got to do I this gotta all come again. Back I think down. you sell, like, isn't it traditional, like, you celebrate when you're back at base camp? Like, you have yeah, a little shindig uh, the yeah. night before at base camp, and then Tons when you get back to base ca- camp, you're like, okay, the rest of this is smooth sailing, we made it. And then you all die in an avalanche. Yeah, so crazy. It is nuts, because I just, I don't have that gumption to be like, I want to go hike a fucking big-ass mountain. And Like, I would go in BC and go in some of the mountains up there and do, like, a very long, like, in-depth hike and get really in deep in the woods. And if I had supplies and all that stuff, I could never convince Chelsea to do it. She likes glamping. She'd rather be in a huge RV, but even that she wouldn't want to do. Um, I love I love mountain hiking, but I'm not about to go fucking climbing. No, mm. and then I don't. That, I don't cl- I'll hike. I'll hike all fucking day, but I am not climbing. And those Absolutely dudes that not. have like the spiky shoes and they like climb up the fucking mountain mm-hmm. with the, like this, like they got balls, man. Like it's the, mountaineers. That was that. You know, it's funny. It's like giant out of everything, <laughs> out of everything that he's done, that is the most interesting aspect of Aleister Crowley is the fact that he yeah. was a fucking mountaineer that essentially climbed K two, but. Yeah. He was also a giant piece of shit and was responsible for many, many deaths on those mountains. Yeah, and like drinking ch- child's blood and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that was I it. I think know. he was just a spoiled rich <laughs> kid. But. And uh, that will be, I do want to do a deep dive. We have all these, like, now that we've done it with Dahmer and, you know, Antarctica, stuff like that, there are so many talks about doing, like, you know, getting back into it. Go back and listen to me and Billy argue um, on the Alistair Crowley episode, but we will do a big uh, contextual conversation on him because it's fascinating. Like, his life, and I want to go Just give me, give me a couple months prior, and that I will, will read everything that I have. I got that huge book I need to read because, like you said, I want it for the Patreon. I will be reading some of Alistair Crowley's poems, and that stuff I've never read before. So it should be fairly You need to record your reaction to White Stains, but I'm you gonna, need to not yeah. read it and let me read it to you. Okay, we can do that for the Patreon fairly soon. Okay. So there's all this stuff. I have this massive Crowley book. We have so many stuff's coming this year, and I'm, like, just super excited about it. Um, so... They essentially, like, to avoid losing the altitude they have gained, because even the visibility of the snow, it would be like you could get lost fairly easy, I'm sure, and not really know what direction you are actually going. Like, I'm sure, and then, you know, you're drinking vodka most of the time because they defeat the cold. Well, according to that that highly accurate uh, film that we've all seen, The the Devil's Past, they're drinking Russian moonshine, not... uh, Oh, that's even stronger. I like that, so I I looked up I like a movie I could watch, um, based on uh, the the Datloff Pass incident, and that was the main one that everyone like like the main most popular one. I'm sure there's really low budget cheesy ones, which the ending was kind of cheesy with the CGI, but I like the idea that they went looking for. You know what happened, and then they stumble upon all this strange stuff, which we'll get when we we'll talk about more. I feel like on the next episode when we discuss like the theories and stuff like mm-hmm. that, because 
I liked how they were tying other conspiracy theories into it and stuff like that. And they did show the idea of being like caught in the snow is and and when the avalanche kind of hit, like I thought that was fairly done well because it'd be frightening. Yeah. Here, here's a question before I move on. This might seem like a really dumb question, but I feel like there's probably a lot of people listening that are going to ask this question. Uh, why the fuck did they do this in the first place? For fun. They, they don't want to go on an adventure. You're talking the uh, the original Diet Love group? Yeah. I because guess. look that picture right there. Because they are all 20-something shitheads that are bored and want to go do something. Yeah. In, in 1959 Soviet Russia. Yeah, and Yuri and uh, Nikolai thought they could hear the avalanche coming from fucking <laughs> miles and miles away. Six months away. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think there there is probably some validity, obviously, Yeti, Yeti murders notwithstanding, to calling them inexperienced. Because yes, they're they're in their early twenties, but like unless they are unless they grew up in that region and they've been doing that shit for ages. They're not going to know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Seems like such a wild thing to do for fun. It's like, let's go hike the Mountain of the Dead. Yeah. The fuck it's called. Well, why did What's-His-Fuck do that whole into the wild shit? Yeah. Yeah. And get himself sick and die. People do it because humans, you know, sometimes you just have that urge to do something that nobody else is doing. Yeah. To and leave they, a mark in this world kind of thing. Like, yeah, I always exactly. take from, like, even doing the show that, you know, as long as the earth doesn't blow up, this will exist far after my death. And we're leaving something. I joked with my buddy. I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, whatever, if, you know, whatever comes of the show in the end, um, you know, if we grow bigger and bigger and whatever happens, right? But I was like, this will be out forever. And I was like, forever, my... My voice will be cemented in audio of the internet or whatever, talking about fucking aliens and how much I hate the government. So that's fun. Forever. Forever and ever and ever. Also, a lot of these uh, guys in this group remind me of, you know, that weird, uh, is it like that inbred Whitaker family? Whitaker. Is that what they're called? What are you talking about? Whitakers. Whitakers. That oh, sounds familiar. Front door. I think someone's at your door. <laughs> yeah, I think there is. It's the Yetis. It's not actually no. It's uh, it's the fucking Soviet Russian dudes that are still around. And they're fucking. It's the, it's the XKGB <laughs> showing up. Be like, we heard you're speaking of Dyatlov. What are you talking Mokotov. about? What inbred family? Uh, I'm not really sure they're called the Whitakers. And you're, what? Just the look of these people? Yeah, like not not necessarily in that picture there, but in some of the other like clips of them in the wild, they look like that creepy fucking family. Like, they definitely look like Russian hill folk, especially Dietlov. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Igor. Yeah, they they look like Russians. That's for sure. All very pale, pasty <laughs> I say, Alexander just looks angry in Russian. Yeah. Yuri Take does, Take the too. fucking picture, old lady. I know. They all kind of look like angry. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You guys never hear about these. We should definitely do an episode about these people. Um, no, yeah. I've never. This is the family Inside that's in the... horrifying secrets of the most famous inbred family who speak in grunts. It's crazy because uh, I feel like I've heard about this. There's a video footage of the one guy on the porch. Oh, I think I've seen this. Yeah, and, and the dude who... The a dude has done like a kind of a documentary thing and he's went back to visit them like 15, 20 years later. He was on Joe Rogan a couple of weeks ago talking about it. Really? I would love that. It's, yeah. it's funny because I was just mentioning to Billy, which I, it would be exciting to talk about, but um, somebody suggested us to do cover this case of the, there's a family in Nova Scotia and they like lived in the backwoods, like in, I think like a mountain, or, like it's something crazy. Like they lived 
like in and they inbreded for fucking like years and years and it's like a fucked up case and uh and not even a case it's like the way pe- these people lived it was fucking crazy and they, uh, they got so far in the inbreeding that obviously they became feral like animals almost in in some regard but uh if you look at the royal what family would think you would become sterile before you would go like full feral like that, but I know. Are your jaws all fucked? Like weird. if you if you if you look, and I want to do an episode on this, but if like we maybe dive into maybe uh, deep dive into the royal family because I think it would be fairly interesting to get into that even after, especially after we covered Jimmy Savile and stuff like that. Is like those fucking paintings when they're like jaws all fucked up and it's just like you can tell that they're inbred. <laughs> the Egyptians were worse. Yeah, try to oh, keep wow. them. So that I I never heard about this, but they're they're called the the. The Goler clan, and they have an yes. entire town in Nova Scotia. Yeah. That's coming. So that it depends family. if we all four of us want to do it, but I definitely want to do that with Billy because I just want I just love seeing Billy's reactions on certain episodes where he doesn't really know anything about it. And you know, Billy's from a Mennonite family, so who knows? Maybe he's a little bit inbred too. So <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um <laughs> so is so, not here. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He's not here. Uh, to avoid like losing the altitude, obviously, so they 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 had gained. Um, they perhaps simply just because the team wanted to practice camping on a mountain slope before their ascend higher up. Dietlov 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 called for the camp to be made there. It was on this solitary mountainside that all nine hikers of the Dietlov Pass incident would meet their demise. When fit. Bam bam I could definitely see it leading into what you said earlier, Anton, about them being like extremely, um, like inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, like from what I gathered, they were like less than a kilometer away from uh, a forested area that they could have used for like shelter, better shelter. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of the the stories and the theories, people seem to reckon that he was like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to lose this like you know kilometer and a half we've yeah. made uphill. So we're just gonna wing it and just let's just camp here. Yeah, because one of uh, one of the I feel like there there was um, I feel like there were, what was ten of them originally ten or eleven I think there was ten of them and the one guy this is the last picture when they were together got sick and he stayed behind mm-hmm. and imagine that you like you stay behind you're like you're feeling like shitty sick but okay I can't keep going on with this hike you guys go on and then you find out you know whatever how long later what happened to your fucking friends imagine how bummed out i'm sure he was at the time where he's just like i wanted really wanted to go on this trip yeah and they're like oh everyone's dead in horrible ways like he died like 10 years ago nine years ago. really Mm -hmm. well yeah would you feel relieved or would you want to be part of the the alien abduction Bigfoot murder. Uh, do you know what? As a surviving <laughs> member, I'd use that to my advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, I know. I know what happened to them. You know? Yeah, I'd milk that. I'd be like trying to do conventions and shit. <laughs> yeah. You do the press circuit and like you just I, I feel like you could probably get away with only talking about them as people. Yeah. Just make up some stories yeah. that you knew about them. And then when someone brings up the incident, be like, I don't know. And then yeah. someone will ask you, well, what do you think happened? And then you can just make up whatever bullshit you want. Yeah, write a book about it, you know, get tons yeah. of money from it. Yeah, fucking looks looks like not a fun time to be out in the out in the <laughs> cold-ass snow. Um, yeah, so crazy. Because they, they, they were, like, hitchhiking. They had, like, they went on the back of a truck. 
um, to get up close to the mountain. And then they actually, like, uh, I think they used uh, horses and, like, buggies and stuff like that. And they finally went on foot, which sounds fucking scary. None of that shit sounds fun to me. No. (laughs) Not at all. So when February 20th rolled around, there was still no communication from the hikers. A search party was mounted. The volunteers rescued a rescue force that trekked through the Dyatlov Pass found the campsite, but no hikers. So army and police investigators were sent to determine what happened to the missing team. When they arrived on the mountain, the investigators weren't hopeful, though the group was made up of experienced hikers. They call them experienced and they call them inexperienced. Depends who you ask. Mm-hmm. And the 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 route well, experienced hikers does not necessarily mean experienced mountaineer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The route that they have chosen was uh, remarkably difficult, and accidents on these tricky mountain trails were a real danger. When the hikers have been missing for so long, investigators expected to find an open and shut case of a horrific accident on treacherous ground. They were only partially correct. They found the bodies, yet in a state the bodies were found only raised more questions. So when they finally found them, they were like, huh, this is fucking weird. Because the way that the bodies were like, uh, well, the way they found them is, is strange. And like, yeah. didn't a few of them, uh, a few of them strip down because they called it, um, yeah, they said, they said that they were like, what? Oh, I fucking just there's forgot all, the name of the term. There's all the, the hypothermia. Because eventually your body, you 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 freak out and your, hypothermia, and, dementia is the yeah. one thing. But then there was another one, which is like a preemptive or premature something. Look at that, dude! That is a hollowed out Freaky. face. It's so fucking. Uh, for all for all the it's, audio listeners, we're pulling up the images of the bodies, and it is like horrifying. Just like these, especially their state of their bodies. They were claiming that some of them seemed like they were cuddled up together. Fucking hell. Uh, so crazy. Because don't in that situation as well. Can't you feel like your skin is burning? Yes, I believe. Yeah, you. you so you, like, all of your nerves you... just start dying and exploding essentially. So that's why you kind of like you start to freak out and you take off your clothes. Um, weird. Looks like there's an orb in that picture, but it's an old camera, so who knows? Uh, Dumb but, exposure. But yeah, Bull we'll Lord. get into let's get into the bodies and stuff like that now and how they really were discovered. Uh, but starting on February 26th, the discoveries of the bodies opened up the true mystery of the Atloff Pass incident that continues to this day. When investigators arrived at the campsite, the first thing they noticed was that the tent had been cut open in a way uh, that soon proved to be from the inside, and it was nearly destroyed, which is crazy. So weird because then it's like there is a theory which we'll get into on the second episode of that maybe their tent caught on a fire because they had like a little stove thing in there and that they had to like try to get they they had no other choice and that's why they have no shoes and socks. But even when Chelsea's watching it with me, she was like, It is why would they like leave all their shit? Why would you not put socks on, even if you were in a panic? And we'll get into it later on. But when they were when the other bodies were found and they were. Uh, the f- they trailed the footsteps of them. They were walking in a calm, orderly fashion, which is fucking weird. Well, I mean, if you have somebody that is experienced in a in a trauma based situation like that, mm-hmm. where it would be more like, okay, don't panic. Everybody, just keep moving. Like you're gonna try and keep order as best as possible. Yeah. Um, but it it is it is weird because you would think that it's not normally the thing that you would do. You would think people would just panic like crazy and be like, ah, but what good is that going to do? So if if you are an experienced person, you know, don't panic. Yeah. You got to you got to try and hold it together as best as you can. 
Yeah, it is strange. Because then and some things are saying that they were running away in fear, but then the footsteps show that they were like kind of being calm. and Right. Obviously, we'll get more into our theories on that shit next yeah. episode. And even the thing with the stove, like, uh, I know a lot of people focus on the fact that that wasn't something that they bought. It was like a, a thing that they kind of just rigged up themselves. Yeah. Um, and apparently there's images of them the day before. And you can see there's like barn marks on some other cults and yes, shit. Yes, yeah. And radiation. Um, and they were saying like, and, yeah, they were like talking about, you know, oh, maybe it caught fire and they got out. But that still doesn't explain some of the injuries. Okay, so let's say, like, how was there so many coincidences there then? So the tent yeah. catches fire. They decide to get out basically half naked. Yeah. And an avalanche hits some of them. Then some of them, something else happens, somebody else. But it's all calm at the same time. Doroshenko and Krovnyashenko were the ones that fell asleep by the fire, if memory serves. Yeah. Because those are the two that are together, and they just kind of sat and waited. For death. Just crazy. I think they waited for whatever. I think they were just like, well, you know, if they figure it out, they'll come back and rescue us, and if not, then, you know. You know what the shit part about that as well is? It's not even like, oh, you know, if we wait till, till daylight or whatever, or whatever, you know. It, you know, in other situations, you might say, well, like, well, as soon as we get daylight, things will be much better and blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, we're in, like, the worst place we could be. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Because then, uh, so, <clears throat> meanwhile, most of the team's belongings, including several pairs of shoes, have been left there at their camp, which is puzzling. Then uh, then they discovered eight or nine sets of fo- po- uh, footprints from the team, many of them clearly made by people. What do they they mean by that? Uh, With either nothing, socks, or single shoe on their foot, feet, which is weird. So they have one shoe on, some of them. Uh, These tracks led to the edge of the nearby woods almost a mile away from the camp. Yeah, which makes me wonder what was in those woods. Yeah. But... Again, that's uh, that's but it, yeah, episode. and well, because it could have been something logical like a wolf or or a bear or a bear or, or like a moose even because you yeah. know moose will fuck you up. So. Oh yeah, they will fucking literally like they will crush you with their feet. Yeah, because they have to like they stomp out wolves and stuff like that, and they will literally just like destroy you. And you're not like people are like oh like they're huge animals. You're not supposed to fuck around with a moose like no not even taller than most people are when they're like full bull moose my mom lives up north and she's seeing them from far away but like close enough where you're like oh shit like <laughs> eh, get away from me yeah yeah so at the forest edge under a large cedar the investigators found the remains of a small fire in the first two bodies yori krivinsko 23 and yori doroshinki 21 despite temperatures of negative 13 to negative 22 Fahrenheit on the night of their deaths. Both men's bodies were found shoeless and wearing only underwear. They've then found the next three bodies, those of Dietlov, Zinyada Kolomogrova, and Rustim Slobodin, who died on their way back to the camp from the cedar tree. Good job at the pronunciation. I would have butchered all of those words. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> yeah, you t- so when while the circumstances were odd... Investigators uh, found that the deaths were uh, were clear. Uh, all the hikers, they said, they perished from hypothermia. Their bodies showed no indication of severe or external damage beyond what was inflicted by the cold, which is not necessarily true. Um, right. It just, however, se- it seems like they're trying to cover up some shit. That is that there. a wa- is that a creek? Are they in flowing water? Because that's yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. 
which would erode your body even more so quickly. Like like after, the chunks of ice hitting your face and yeah. And, yeah. It looks like a horrible way to die, and especially in their like petrified states, where some of them were like when they actually brought them the hands with the claws, yeah, up like that for like, that's... like the autopsy. Like it is like kind of crazy that uh, so like that shit looks frightening, and that's that f- it looks like a state of fear on their face. Um, I like, think that like, one. Look knew. at this shit. This guy looked like yeah. oh my god, it's so crazy. You're frozen in place. Your face is swollen. Like oh my god, so scary looking. And then the, we'll get into the chick that had her eyes cut oh. out, like taken out and stuff like that. We're showing some of the horrible images uh, after they actually got the bodies in to be able to autopsy. Um, Those are then, fucking brutal. Yeah, so crazy. I think this might be Yuri and the other guy because they were fairly close together mm-hmm. when they were found, um, which is so crazy. So the bodies yeah. show no indication of they're supposed to be beyond the cold, which is I don't know. This is so stupid. However, this right. didn't however, explain. Why, yeah, can you. Uh, how, however, this didn't explain why Yuri Dorenchko was mm-hmm. brown purple in complexion, or why he had gray foam coming from his right cheek and gray liquid coming from his mouth. So Furthermore, weird. this didn't explain why the hands of the two hikers under the cedar were scraped away and the branches above them were torn down, as if the two men had tried desperately to seek shelter from something or someone in the tree. Yeah, that's crazy. Meanwhile, Rostim Slobodin had head injuries consistent with somebody falling and hitting their head over and over again. That and shit is co- fucking weird. Like, well, think about it. If he if he tried climbing a tree, and then you know your your hands just stop working because they're too cold and your body shuts down. Yeah, yeah, because it is possible. Yeah, because like in I don't know. I feel like if it, it, just his head though, like it was it was. I feel like it was mostly just his head that was like severely damaged and injured. And um, how would they say it was like an impact of like a uh, car crash. And then it's just like, so even if he did try to climb a tree, looking out, see if he can see anything um, to try to figure out where they are or if mm-hmm. there's anything close or their camp, or maybe they lost where their camp was. But the head injury thing is strange to me. Well, I mean, we'll get into it more on the next episode yeah. with the theories and stuff. But like, it could very well could have been because an avalanche will move with that velocity. Mm-hmm. It, it's the same thing as like you know a hurricane or a sandstorm. It's like it's not necessarily that it is blowing; it's what it is blowing. Or, and an avalanche yeah. too, you have rocks that are coming down. Well, maybe he fell slope, like so. in you know, did like a. <laughs> it could have thrown him and just had his cartwheel like where you're just like yeah. you fucking smash your head and then you bounce off and then you land back on your head and then it's like you're like cartwheeling down the fucking side of the mountain, which would just be frightening. Just like. Contrary to what cartoons would have us believe, you don't turn into a snowball automatically. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be even crazier. One yeah. one hiker was found in a giant snowball. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> so fucked. Uh, there was a cartoon the cat and a cartoon strange. mouse fighting it uh, yeah. to get out. The the thing I find strange about this is like the the variation of injuries. Yeah, I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you just read the story like and take it at face value, it is kind of hard to explain how like one thing or the other inflicted all these injuries. So it's like, oh yeah, well this guy had uh, damage to his clothes. They were burnt because the stove caught fire and the tent went on fire. Right. And then after that, there happened to be an avalanche. And then anyone who survived that happened to smash their heads open over and over again off a tree. And someone else happened to do something like, I'm not saying that it's not possible. Obviously I don't have a clue. Yeah. But it does. Like if you just read the story, like the, the basic story, yeah, you're kind of going, huh, that doesn't really sound like it makes any sense that all those things had to happen yeah. in succession. 
I mean, it 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 doesn't, but it also kind of to me does, where it's like you yeah. you've almost invoked the chaos of nature, and now you are susceptible to everything. And then I feel like once one of you falls, it's like okay, well, we got this. And then if two more of you fall, then you're kind of like, oh god, are it we going to make it out of this at all? Like and then a straight line almost of like yeah. where they died. We're looking at an image of like essentially how far apart the bodies were as they go down the kind of side of this like mountainside. And then the four that were found in the fucking Creek is so like, so crazy. Like I, and the, the ones in the Creek were found last. Yeah. Cause after like two, two months or something like that, uh, they've so nuts, man. So mm-hmm. that, that cedar tree there, um, was that surrounded by snow at the time? I don't know. Because, like, they say that it had broken branches up to five meters in height. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, someone was climbing up Isn't it. that, like, well, uh, three meters is, like, 13 feet, so... Yeah. Do you like think maybe they were just trying to get a better view? Like, they, that's why they were going to climb the tree, is they're just like, all right, we don't know where we are, we're kind of lost, let's... Yeah, that's what I would think. ...get a better vantage point without trying to hike up the mountain to get a better vantage point because it was probably too treacherous. This, this sounds really ridiculous because I, I, I have no idea or no basis for this, but if... Let's say that they had an idea there was some sort of an avalanche or something coming. Would in any world would it make any sense to climb up a tree? No, no. I wouldn't think so. And like, like to avoid, like what I'm saying avoid, is, if they thought there was yeah, an avalanche, yeah. but it was not crazy. Yeah. Would it Would it make sense in the moment to be like, hey, let's climb up? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're gonna not be caught in the majority of the avalanche yeah. itself. I don't know, because it, it, you would be, like, and then you're in a state of shock mm. and fear, and you're just mm-hmm. oh, so fucking, so crazy. Um, it, it wasn't we got, It wasn't until uh, the other four bodies were found two months later that the mystery deepened even more. The remaining hikers were discovered buried under the snow in a ravine 75 meters deeper in the woods than the cedar, known as the Dyatlov uh, Pass Den. The bodies told even more gruesome stories than those of the other members of the group. Yeah. So uh, Nikolai Thibault Brignolis uh, suffered significant skull damage in the moments before his death, while Ludmila Dybunya and Sirmen Zawatyov had major chest fractures that could have only been caused by an immense force comparable to that of a car crash. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, that's a that's an impactful force. And even mm-hmm. looking at the images of them, be you know, before this tragedy, it just seems like they were extremely, like, happy. This is fun. We're, but, it like, it looks like they aren't even that properly dressed. Like, they seem like they, their coats do not seem like they would hold up in a storm. I'm sure all of the extra, I think, I think you're, you know, you're, you're dressing for the season. So, like, they're, yeah. they look prepared there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But you got to remember, too, like, layering is the biggest thing with that. 100%. Like you're, you, you have your thick outer layers that stay waterproof and make sure that you don't get soaked, and then everything else under is meant to keep your body temperature in. And, I, and I'm sure them, like, going to do this, they were like, you know, this will be kind of crazy. We just have to be careful, da-da-da. And then they, I'm sure, have n- knew, 
Like they wouldn't have no idea that this could. They obviously knew that there's risks, but I don't think they would ever imagine that they would. People's eyes would be gouged out or tongues cut off, which is the biggest weird. That that's the strangest thing to me. Like if so, they say someone fell and they maybe bit their tongue off, they mm -hmm. would be able to essentially prove that that's how it happened. Um, I feel like they would be able to tell if there was like teeth marks in the tongue, and then if, if they don't know where that is either in the eyes, like I wonder, you know. It, well, I think there's so a many difference between theories. there's a difference between biting your tongue, which there's only so far back in your tongue yeah. that you can bite, and having your tongue completely ripped out. And then it's um, like, or did they? We'll get into our theories, which I'm I can't wait for that episode to like really dive into like what may have happened and stuff like that. Um, and well, the main thing is that so like with Dubinia, she's missing her tongue, her eyes, and part yeah. of her lips as well as facial tissue. Now that means to, to me logically one would think that a scavenger got got her because that is the soft tissue and that is what animals eat yeah first. yeah yeah if, if, if you die your cat will start eating your fucking nose and your cheek all of the and... softest parts of you it will eat first because it, it needs does it mention that. anything about like the rest of her face like had it been torn apart facial was tissue like... was missing as well yeah so i think she's the one yeah. that used to see the teeth like um in that picture that tom had mm -hmm. and a fragment of her uh skull and shit too like mm -hmm. So crazy here. Let me, yeah, this it looks horrifying because this was obviously some one of the like couple of the last bodies found, and it looks extremely cr like it's just crazy how her eyes are missing and her tongue, like it just doesn't make sense to me of what would have happened to them. Like, yeah, well, also, if you look at her. the chest, if that if that is her, that um, is her, yeah. Okay, so all of those markings on the chest, I believe, are the indicators of radiation burns. Mm -hmm. Which just is, from pictures I've seen of radiation burns, that that looks. But it's very like, did they discover something, and then you know the Russians cut out her fucking tongue and eyes? Like, there's obviously all these different theories, but it's like, and it's that's what 1959. Do we not? I'm sure we would never know, but is it possible that this was a test site for, like, like close by was a test site for nuclear weapons yeah. that, like, yeah, something like could have caused true. an avalanche and then a little bit of fallout hit them? And they're like, well, we have to cover this up because we can't let them know where one of our test sites are because, yeah. you know, the U.S. will send spy planes over to monitor us. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. And. So, uh, so nuts. Um, yeah. And then they found the, the body of Alexander Kolovatstolf. Just <laughs> uh, but the same but in the same location but without the same kind of severe wounds which is also strange that like she was like destroyed it seemed like like eyes missing i, th I think she had like uh, there was a burn mark stuff like that and uh this second group of bodies suggested the hikers had died um, at distinctly different times because they had appeared making use of uh, the clothes of the other people who died before them, which I would love to know what happened. How, like, they, obviously other people died first and then they were trying to use their clothing and that's the idea that your clothing gets wet. You're, like, fucked. If you're, if you're out in the cold and somehow your clothing gets wet by any means, you could freeze to death by that alone. Oh, very quickly, yes. So crazy. Well, that's why the waterproof is the most important element of snow gear. Yeah. It's very true. You want to take it away, Anton? It's it's a it's also weird as well how they um. There's uh several things I've read that say that they were the only people like anywhere near. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. uh, some of the theories involve we'll get into it like in the in the second part, but other uh parties, let's say. But then there's 
other accounts that say that there was groups of hikers about 50 kilometers south of where all this happened that had seen shit in the sky. So it's like, yeah. was there people there? Was there not people around? Yeah. I know. How, how can it be? There's contradicting stuff. And if they were trying to like hush them, you know, but like, you didn't see anything, you know, or we'll find your family and murder them. Cause we all like, and I, you know, um, I got nothing against anybody, but the Russian government is pretty brutal, um, in the way they do things and try to cover up things and ha- and the secrecy be behind the Soviet Union and the, the KGB. American government does know better. No, I agree. I agree. We just don't know as much of what the American government does. They're just versus... better at hiding it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's my whole thing. I've had so much beef with like people are like, oh, Russia's doing this or that. But it's like the American military posts up on every corner of the fucking world and acts like they can um, have jurisdiction over everything and everybody. And then no, leave not over everything and everybody, Tom. Like Only things that have resources yes. that we want. Yeah, and it seems like even... You know, we like. I'm sure one day we'll talk about like Afghanistan and stuff like that, and like what happens over there. I'm sure it might. You know, but you know, you know what the American media loves calling out war crimes. Yeah, they love calling out war crimes of other nations' leaders. You know what they don't call out is the fucking laundry list of war crimes that the U.S. has against it. Yeah, and it's crazy that they're just like, oh, we're going to, like, when they went to Afghanistan or Iran or anywhere, like, in um, some third world countries and Middle Eastern stuff, they weren't doing anything to protect anybody. They were protecting resources and and oil and whatever else they were looking for. No, Um, it's never about the people. It's always about the resources. And then they just leave it, and the Taliban's like, we're worried about Andrew Tate. (laughs) Just joking, but I heard, I read that and I was like, "That's kind of crazy." <laughs> so nuts. Jesus what Christ. a fucking world we live in, man. Um, so Dubinia's foot was wrapped in a piece of Kravinsky's wool pants. Yeah, weird. Zlatorov was found in Dubinia's full fur coat and hat, suggesting he had taken them from her after hmm. she had died, just as she had taken clothes from Kravinsky earlier. Yeah, weird. Uh, so perhaps crazy. the most mysterious of all was the clothes of both Kielatov and Dubinia showed evidence of being radioactive. Due to evidence like this, even with more bodies found, the mystery of the Dyatlov in- past incident only grew more baffling. Yeah, it's so weird because, like, they're saying that all oh, the two guys maybe worked um, in some sort of nuclear plant type of thing and that it could have gone on their clothing, but then that, I don't know if that necessarily makes sense. It wouldn't be only a couple of them. <sighs> They would all have signs of radiation, especially mm-hmm. with the the nuclear blast theory too that I had, I had thrown out earlier. Is all of them would have signs of radiation? Yeah, it's just like uh, their their bodies are horrifying, especially the ones with like the their eyes are just gone. And mm-hmm. then it's just like it, what animals exist out in the Russian mountains, right? Even that alone. Plenty. There's that's the thing is that it's nature. There are always things that will evolve to adapt and survive in those conditions. Yeah. And you know what? I'm willing to bet that most of those things aren't very picky about what they eat. It's true. I was just going to say that I would imagine that anything that is living in a place like that if they come across bodies or people, it's like, hey, <laughs> food. No, a hundred percent because they're preserved and stuff like that. And like they're according to uh, uh I was like gonna get to a very crazy reptilian theory. Well, you know, they're they're frozen, so if you think about it, more often than not, harmful bacteria isn't gonna grow. 
No. Supposedly after uh, World War um, II, the the reptilians had the biggest feast they've ever had because they had food, like just dead soldiers all in the snow, and they were just picking them up and take, like, you know, they just Some reptilians feasted on negative feelings. They do, but they also have, suppose, there's all these different fucking theories, and we'll get into it another time in another episode, but they supposedly do feed off humans how we eat cattle and stuff like that. They also can do the same thing in their physical form. Um, but if that was true, why would we still be burying people? Because Wouldn't the, they have set up a system that's like, oh yeah, we're burying people, and then they don't? They got them in, they're in the underground, right? They're like they're fucking crawling through caves. And... Oh, and they come along from the other <laughs> side. And so it's, yeah, it's formaldehyde yeah. just a seasoning then at this point? <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. They just fucking give me that delicious. like it with hot sauce. <laughs> so crazy. Um... So it is baffling, and this the Soviet government closed the case quickly and gave only vague causes of the death, and speculated that the hikers' own incompetence may have caused their demise, or the natural disaster was the culprit, like or some sort of natural disaster was the culprit. But it's just like uh, their own incompetence, it, it, to an extent, you could say that. But it's just like if it was something that was natural, like they keep trying to claim, it would have mm-hmm. it would have been uh, unavoidable. Really, yeah. you know. It's just again like, uh, and I know the last the last while I've been trying to play like fucking devil's advocate with this stuff and being like, no, here's the here's what happened. It was an avalanche and that's it. But the more I actually listen to this, like, it, it is one of those cases I think where, look, I know some of the the theories are like really out there. Yeah. But like there there is a lot of things that like, each theory calls like, a lot of specific things into question. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, but if, okay, so if it's, if the theory is a hurricane, I know that's one of the theories that they came up with like two or three years ago. Yeah. They were like, oh yeah, hurricane could have caused this. And then like, if you start to look at the details, like, yeah, but that doesn't explain this and, and what happened with that and how did this happen and how did they have traces of radiation and how, what happened? Not, yeah, nothing. Like to me, the radiation is like sense. the most baffling part. Yeah. Like, like, where did that come from? And it very well could have been that, you know, there's uranium in the mountain or something or anything along those lines. But it's just, I don't know. It, that, yeah. that seems a little, th- that definitely seems to be the, the most confusing aspect of it to me. And it'll be interesting to get into, like, because when we talk about the theories, it will also dive in this other realm of, of theories based on everything. Because there's, there's th- we'll get into it, but theory about aliens, about uh, a murderer, about fucking mm-hmm. a Yeti, all this stuff. Because we don't really know. I think the murderer happening. is the least plausible out of everything. I would say aliens and a Yeti are yeah. f- are both far more plausible theories or the than a, a single murderer. After them because they saw something early on. Me- there's that indigenous tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so that's that's the next that. part that we have. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because early uh, on, many Soviets uh, also suspected that the hikers' deaths were the result of an ambush by the local Mensi tri- uh, tribesmen, which would be crazy if that did happen because they were used to maybe um, adapting and living in those type of climates, right? Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I, I always wonder, like, oh. these indigenous people, like, you know, the Inuits we have, you know, up, up fucking above us and stuff like that and, like, the Northwest Territories and stuff like that. It's just, like, the fact that they've existed for so long in those climates baffles my mind. How they Because have, like, they it, know what they're doing. It's crazy. Like, living in they igloos and shit understand all the time. Like, how they, yeah, they understand oh, how so to crazy. live in harmony with the planet. Yeah. They don't need, you know, the crazy bullshit of, of the rest of society. Yeah. I wonder at any point did the group... I know this all seemed like it, it sounds like this all happened quite fast mm-hmm. and obviously they didn't really have much time to think about what the fuck they were doing but 
I wonder at any point, like, were any of them like, this was a fucking terrible yeah, idea. Yeah, I bet you they... They like, had to have. Yeah, and, like, it, we'll get into it, too. Like, some of them were drunk, like, or if not all of them, but they definitely... Uh, I'm saying, them, what do you mean some... I'm willing to yeah. bet most, if not all of them, be- were drunk. Because uh, the, the chick that was missing her tongue, um, there was, like... There was they found blood in her stomach, which is crazy. Like which is also strange too. But and, that means that uh, to me that means that she was alive when she lost her tongue. Yeah, so crazy. A sudden uh, attack would uh, account for what, maybe the way the hikers fled their tents, uh, the disarray and the damage done to the second group of bodies. But the explanation fizzled quickly because the Mensi people were largely peaceful, and the evidence of the Dilatov Pass didn't. Um, Dyatlov Pass didn't have much support of, like, a violent human conflict. Right. No, it really doesn't. So weird. For one, the damage done to the hiker's body exceeded the blunt force trauma one human could inflict on another, which they proved that, like, that this wasn't a human being couldn't wasn't able to do this. Um, and there is also no evidence of any footprints on the mountain below made, uh, like, other than the hikers themselves that made these footprints. But they're supposedly... Uh, people that sh- they, uh, even the the doc I was watching is like monsters of some shit. It's like mon- monsters of the world, and and it's just like one of those ones that maybe think that it's. Uh, and I got I got to finish it before we get into the theories um, next week. But I would assume if you were a tribes person who lived in a snowy region, you would understand the importance of covering your tracks, yeah. and you could probably you were probably very good at it. So I yeah. mean, I don't believe that it was them. At all, but yeah. I'm saying, I think the whole absence of track, of tracks, doesn't really prove anything. That it, well, they're saying that, and we'll get like it, that's what, like we're gonna bring it all into the theories next time. But there is a lot of strange uh, stuff and coincidences and all that shit. So uh, investigators then uh, conceived a swift, uh, uh, conceived of a swift and violent avalanche. Uh, the sound of snow collapsing and early warning. Uh, supposedly, like they thought. Maybe they were frightened out of their tents in a state of undress, and it sent them kind of sprinting for the tree line to protect themselves, you would think, from the avalanche. An avalanche would also have been powerful enough to inflict injuries that killed the second group of hikers. But the physical mm-hmm. evidence of an avalanche just wasn't there, and locals um, familiar with the, ter- uh, the terrain later said that such a natural disaster simply would have made sense, uh, wouldn't have made sense at Yatlov Pass. Like it did, they're like, hey, we've been here so many times. They're saying it wouldn't make sense for uh, some, some sort of natural disaster to happen at this location, I guess. Well, I mean, of course they do have, you know, areas that are more susceptible to avalanche versus areas that it's less common. But yeah. you would think if it's a mountain and there's snow... Yeah, I know. Just kind of all you need could happen. Furthermore, would the experienced hikers have made a camp in a spot that was vulnerable to an avalanche? There was also the fact that when investigators found the body, they knew that no evidence that an avalanche had occurred any time recently in the region. There was no damage to the tree line, and searchers observed no debris. What would come from an avalanche? Because you would have essentially trees and forestry and whatever, right? That would like come down with the avalanche. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking yeah, trees, weird. rocks, any number, anything that's in the way is getting pulled down. I would not want to be caught in one of those fucking things. Like, even no. you see those people are like maybe you know they're like snowboarding or skiing, and even like a small avalanche hit, it looks fucking frightening. 
Yeah. Like, and the, the fact that people do that too. Like I've seen those video footage of those dudes like skiing down like a huge mountainside, like jumping off the side, like the cliffs and like, it's crazy. Oh, the people that get helicoptered up to the top and <sighs> then jump out and snowboard down. Man. So nuts, man. I give them yeah. props cause that's frightening. So nuts. So can, can I, can I, can I, uh, make a suggestion? Maybe drugs like the rest of us. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, I can sit in my house and I can uh, go to the moon in my mind <laughs> <laughs> with mushrooms. So, moreover, no avalanches have been recorded at that site. Tom, before. come out of the bouncy house. You've been in there for an hour and a half now. No, I'm that would be moon. so. That would be fucking fun, actually. Um, You'd vomit. We, we, were, I was at like a work party thing, um, like an old place I worked at. They invited me to come down, and me and my buddy Mitch, that have been on this podcast once or twice, uh, we went in the bouncy house and we we're like pushing each other around, bouncing. And after like five minutes, we were fucking tired. Like, he's oh yeah. Like, Whoa, this shit takes so much out of you. Like, it's like bouncing around because your weight is trying to distribute and like we're two big guys in this thing. And you, I mean, he was getting like stuck in the corner and almost like fucking destroyed the bouncy house. And I was like, it, it, I was like, even Chelsea was laughing because I was like, oh, she's like, you okay? And I was like, it takes a lot out of you bouncing in a bouncy house. <laughs> it's a child's toy. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, they, there was no recorded evidence of an avalanche. Before nor even there has ne- there hasn't been one after either, and the avalanche, um, uh, the hypothesis uh, was character um, <laughs> was a characteristic of most of the theories put forward in the early days of the mystery. So most people were like, yeah, this like they're in a snowy mountain location, it's an avalanche, and it offered a quick and superficially plausible solution to some of the aspects of the puzzle that uh that utterly failed to for the other accounts so they don't they just kind of assumed that it maybe was an avalanche mm-hmm. so um with other uh, other official theories leaving lots of unexplained and many alternative explanations for the diatlov pass incident have been put forward in the six decades since while many of these highly elaborate some of them maybe decidedly concrete or straightforward because that's why a lot of people were just like yeah this happened because of this because oh their tent caught on fire because like and then they really try to explain it away mm-hmm. um and uh, they can't it uh, every theory that i've seen and we'll get into on the next episode there's always plot points missing from how it could have happened you mm-hmm. know what i mean so i think the paradoxical undressing is uh it's a good theory. Um yeah. I think I, th- I do think a lot of it is just like you could explain it in a uh a hypothermia and just irrational setting where it's like yeah. you just all all logic and ration goes out the window and you're doing whatever you think you need to do in the moment to survive and there is no forethought. Yeah. And in that moment I think planning is your best bet. I agree. Some but try- that's for the Ep- that's for the next episode. Yeah, some tried to explain the hiker's strange behavior and lack of clo- clothing with an in-depth look at the effects of hypothermia, um, irrational thinking and behavior in common of early signs of hypothermia. It sounds like you would like slowly go crazy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and your body is like shutting down slowly, and your organs start shutting down. And uh, as the victims approach death, they may have paradoxically perceived themselves to be overheating, causing them to remove their clothing. Which could be the case in, in yeah that's that's paradoxical ways. undressing is what it's called. Imagine a fucking and if most of them had no shoes and some of them had no socks. Imagine walking through the the freezing cold in snow with no shoes on. Yeah, like and a lot of like heat releases from your feet and the top of your head and stuff like that. And so you would 
it, like I feel like it would go th- right through your body, mm-hmm. and you would be freezing. The trauma to the second group of bodies in this version of events is caused by stumbling, plumb, uh, like a plunge over the edge of the ravine. So maybe as they were like running or um, falling and stuff like that, or they kind of just got fucking forced into the ravine. Mm-hmm. Yet hypothermia doesn't explain why the hikers left their tents. Um, in a panic to, you know, go out into the frigid cold in the first place. Uh, saving my theory for the next episode. Yeah. With humans effectively ruled out as the culprits behind the Dyatlov Pass incident, though there are theories that the KGB or murderous prisoners, escapees, were at fault, some began to... Pa- to posit. Pa- what? Posit? Non-human posit. assailants. Some began to claim that the hikers were killed by the Menak. Menk. Menk, Menk. Uh, a kind of Russian Yeti, uh, to account um, for the immense force and power uh, for that, which it would be necessary to cause the injuries of the three hikers. And we'll be back next week to fill your ear holes with some strange theories regarding this case because it's kind of crazy. And like, this is why I'm excited for this year because we have a lot of. Uh, ideas of getting into some deep dive conversations doing some live shows which i want to mark down the book sometime soon um but i really and this was aaron's suggestion too is like do a a big long format deep dive into all things bigfoot from like yeti to the canadian bigfoot like there's there's so many different ones it would be interesting to do a long format conversation because we've talked about you know this bigfoot and other type of creatures in the past on the show but to do a big ass conversation and get because and then maybe lead up to there is um, a case i want to get into about a man that was like kidnapped by a bigfoot just so Mm. fucking crazy so I didn't realize how many like different variations of Bigfoot there is. So many. Um, we have one uh, up in uh, up in Canada, and he's called uh, Old Yellow Top, because he's like Bigfoot, but he has like '80s fucking like fucking perm haircut. Nice. <laughs> he likes listening to jazz music. He he really likes Def Leppard. Yeah, I I want to do this in two parts because it is such a big uh, topic, and I mean you know it would have been three hours so to speak or something like that if we did it all in one. But I think it's interesting to kind of really just talk about what happened, and then maybe uh, and then we'll get into all the crazy theories. We should uh, one of us should play this while all of us are on stream. Ooh, okay, I'll get I don't it. Know if you guys have is it on? Um, scroll down a little more. Steam. Oh, this is what is this? Oh, about? I don't see it on Steam. It's on Xbox One. I can probably find it on Game Pass. The Game Count Steam Store. This looks... I will get this. Um, you trace the steps of the nine Russian college students who aren't missing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's based on the true events. You basically have to like solve the mystery. Wow. I want to play this. This is definitely coming for, uh, for a Patreon I'm looking it up thing. on Steam right now. Um, that's fucking cool. That sounds fun. It? It's X K H O L A T K H O L A T. Oh, it's I only twenty bucks right here. A few years back, I might want to get that. Dope. So, and how? Like, we'll, we'll talk about how we do it for a Patreon episode. But even if um, each of us, uh, I know you don't have a gaming computer, Aaron. Um, mm-hmm. But even if me and even Anton played it and had you just watch or something like that, and then mm-hmm. splice up two 
um, like if I play at the beginning, and top, like whatever, we can, we can figure out a way to do yeah. some of this stuff because on the Patreon we do have um, strange streams where you and I want to get Aaron involved with that too. But me and Anton have played scary games like Lunch Lady, um, Dead by Daylight. Uh, there's there's tons of stuff up there. I played that frightening uh, game. Um, and that guy chased me around a hotel, which is fucking. That <laughs> game is so. Fr- that's the one where I smashed my face into the microphone. Yeah, it is. This is narrated <laughs> by Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Whoa. Do you know who Sean Bean? Beans. <laughs> Are you actually asking that question? I don't know who Sean Bean is. I don't okay, know. Well, that's your homework wow. afterwards. That's who's Sean I'm not, Bean? I'm not, I'm not explaining to you who Sean Bean is. Oh my god! Why? Why should I know who Sean? Just Bean look is? it up, because you should know who Sean Bean is. He dies in every fucking movie he's ever been in. Oh, he's this everybody. guy? He's from Lord of the Rings. It's only yes, yes. That's why. That's why I was like, "What do you mean you don't know who Sean Bean is? You're watching Lord of the Rings right now." I'm watching The Hobbit. I have not stumbled upon Lord of the Rings yet, but yeah. Um, I just prepare for next time because we're gonna get into all the crazy theories. Um. There's so many out there. I'm going to watch a bunch of stuff to make sure I'm on point with everything and to see how in-depth some of these crazy conspiracies go because anytime there's some sort of mystery or and stuff like that, there's always theories and conspiracies based on, like, because when you can't explain something, you're always going to have that, like, conspiracy mind thought in a lot of people of, like, Yes. Was it the government? Was it aliens? Was it a Bigfoot? And um, especially towards the summer, we can start getting into stuff like uh, strange disappearances because there's so many crazy cases of people that just disappear. Nobody knows where they go. Like that, I want to eventually talk about that one family that they're like, they like pack their car in like this like hypnosis state of mind. Yeah. Or, and then, yeah. And then they, they're found like in, I think, a campsite, like killed, murdered or something. It's, there's so many things like that. Um, I'm really excited. I hope you guys are. So remember, stay tuned for next time uh, because that will be all the crazy theories and everything. Um, you know where to find us, www.strangewoodpodcast.com. Um, the Patreon is the best way to support us, obviously, in, in the merch site, which um, we have new merch coming. There's 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 a bunch of stuff uh, coming this year, um, but that's, you know, I make the merch site as cheap as possible. So you can buy a T-shirt and rep uh, Strange Brew Podcast and Eventually, we'll link up some of Aaron's designs on like each of our sites, kind of thing. We'll kind of mix match them, but uh, yeah, best way to support is Patreon, and we appreciate everyone that's um, subscribed to the Patreon. We had a couple new people come on, so you know, thank you guys for supporting the show. We really do appreciate it, and there's a lot of stuff coming for the Patreon. Um, I have lots of talks. Me and Billy, I'm actually going to Billy's next week um, to actually hang out for once, but I'm still going to bring a microphone, and me and Billy are going to finally record a Stranger Danger rant episode. We've talked about this for like three years, so we're just going to get drunk, and we're going to rant about everything and anything. It's going to be a fun time. Nice. Where do we find you guys? And obviously, you can find us. Stranger Podcast on Instagram is the best. It's where I am the most, or we are the most active is on Instagram. Uh, Twitch.tv Invader Daggett. Fuck yeah. Aaron? And uh, HP Shovecraft, of course. And for me, it's uh, com, which actually, um, if anybody does check that out over the next few weeks, if you notice anything weird on it, make sure to reach out to me on Instagram or through email because I was getting uh, bombarded by hackers the other night. What? Oh, shit. Really? How'd yeah, that happen? Like, what do you mean? Reason. I have no idea. They were trying to... Uh, m- the website was getting 17 logins per second. Holy fuck. Weird. Yeah. Where does so someone want to come after you for? 
Yeah, I, I was literally, I, I was, I was uh, visiting my dad and he was like, why the fuck would someone want your shitty website? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's a fair point. I was like, I, I, I would imagine they're just probably attacking like loads of small websites all at the one time. That's yeah. crazy. I should check mine. And it, it is also, kind of, of course, for me, uh, House of Trash, go out there and listen to it. Yeah. We got some great episodes we've done with Aaron, got some ones we've done with Tom and uh, a new episode with Tron coming out soon. Yeah, the guy uh, is developing and developed uh, our design that is up now and the new design that's coming for the overall logo uh, for Strange Brew. So there's a lot of changes coming. Uh, but, you know, and though you'll hear Billy more a little more often. I'm trying to get him to really uh, get a laptop and participate in some of the Patreon stuff. So we're, we are trying. Um, and um, Billy is very devoted and wants to uh, try to jump on up shows with all of us. Like that's going to come this year. And I've said to Aaron and Anton that to do something really fun that ha we can have a lot of banter with and all four of us do like a big special for all the fans of all of us together because I'm sure it'll be a fun time. We just got to get yeah. Aaron to stay up till 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or 4 a.m. or something like that. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to have any spirits. Yeah. You're not allowed to have that many spirits. Yeah, because there's the, and I really want to do a live show where we can actually drink and and shoot the shit and talk. And there's where there's plans to do that stuff. So that's why you subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, we're on Odyssey now. We're on Rumble. And we're on uh, I Bitshoot. I like everything is mostly on Rumble. Odyssey Bitshoot has more of the main episodes and the main ones that were for video and more are coming because just in case because supposedly according to cam from um wolf and bull that uh youtube is demonetizing certain people and if you like swear within the first eight seconds they might demonetize uh, that's been you. a thing for a while um uh tony from hack the movies has been talking about that you can't swear in the first like two minutes which is fucking and then crazy. and then you reach a point and it's like it, it, it's a game you got to play the game if you want to fucking it's use a, the platform it's words man it's just like and it's going to become it, worse i think i agree i agree wholeheartedly like but you know what that's the way that the platform works and if you want to fuck with it you got to play the game there's so. a lot of stuff coming for all of our shows and i'm excited for this year honestly i know a lot of the world is doom and gloom right now and stuff like that but I want to genuinely enjoy doing this show, and if we enjoy doing it and we're Hell having yeah. a good time, then everyone else that's listening should be having a good time too. Absolutely. And if you're not, then like Tom said, shut the fuck up. Just, <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Yeah, you can come to Canada and sign up. Don't for do that. <laughs> um, everybody love everybody. You know, like live, try to live the best existence that you can in this reality. Because you know what? Stay fucking strange. Stay strange, fuckers, and keep watching the skies because you never know when a Yeti Bigfoot avalanche is going to come down and take out your entire hiking party. <laughs> I'm the raw definition of what God is. I arrived on a starship. All the Earth girls know I'm the hottest. I'm the raw definition of what God is. And I arrived on a starship. All the Earth girls know I'm the hottest. In the galaxy, my sex is practically like the porn you watch on your flat screen. Black TV, this world, nothing but a bad dream. Naturally, that means that this world's actually not as it seems. And you don't have to see to believe that after we die, it's back to real life. Oh, you think this is real, right? Because you breathe, taste, and feel I think you're fucking sheep. You're disgusting me. Ugly, busted, cheap. Fucking tease. Another sleaze. Wanna run the streets? Honey, please, you got disease, it wasn't me Because my fucks are clean, your cuts are streams of blood in the bathtub Of course you love a back rub from my strong hands of mine Your life's cut short when you're fucking with the sands of time You're not a leader, I thought I saw fear, now go fucking
consider mine I can't help when I see a hot chick To y'all damn you're fine I'll be obnoxious If you're talking about your tan lines Because I have a man's mind Program is slow dance is slow jams Hold hands and pretend romance Isn't having no pants Born has given kids no chance At thinking right Till they're old man With wrinkling eyes Drinking whiskey high Thinking why Is this whole world a freaking lie Thinking I might flip and die of what God is. I arrived on a starship. All the earth girls know I'm the hottest. I'm the rawest definition of what God is. I arrived on a starship. All the earth girls know I'm the hottest.